say good evening, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. And uh, for some in the audience, we back again. Um, great show tonight. Great um, great guest tonight. Um, neither three of these guests are new to the show, but this is just a different capacity of why they're on the show. Uh, these three are three authors who all three collaborated on a poetry book. Um, who has the book up? Who can put the book up? Yeah. This is the book that they collaborate yeah. on. What's the name of the book, uh, King? The book is called Copacetic Nostalgia. Okay, we're gonna get right to it. We're gonna. We got. I would like you guys to discuss uh, who you are, your background, where you from, what got you into poetry. You guys have all been on King Show, the Poetry Corner. Just explain what. Um, some brief history about you guys. Whitney, you can start first. Okay. Um, I'll start by saying words uh, are definitely an outlet for me. Definitely. Ah, Rita. Oh. Um, she can, she can this hope. is. Oh. Can you see me? Am yeah. I yeah. Okay, I'm sorry. I was saying um, words I definitely consider, consider art. It's definitely an outlet for me. This is my first published work. I'm super excited to be amongst such beautiful work. I've, um, this, is a, this is really a dream come true for me. Because like I said, it's just an outlet. It's just something I do to get my feelings out. Um, I never thought of it as somebody else maybe feeling the same way I'm feeling until I met Poetry Corner and met like-minded poets and just was showing a different outlet on things. I'm very proud of how far I've come, and I definitely appreciate you, Joel, for bringing me along. Yeah, well, no where are you from, Whit? You ain't told I'm you. from Brooklyn. We from, I'm from Brooklyn, baby. Okay. I'm from Brooklyn, okay. Brooklyn, New York. I was born in Brooklyn in 86, and... <laughs> I was raised in South Carolina, so you know I'm I'm sweet. I can be sweet. <laughs> I can definitely so, be sweet. So, so so when you when this opportunity to collaborate in a poetry book with these two came along, how did you meet it? What was your what was your first first thought? Finally, my first thought was finally. <laughs> Somebody besides myself and my family members think that my poetry is dope. Of course, your grandma is going to say, oh, yeah, that's nice, baby. That's grandma. Grandma ain't going to tell you your poetry don't sound nice. Like, the your church members are always going to say, oh, that's nice. You can't go to a funeral and do a poem and somebody tell you you did the poem wrong at a funeral. This is the first time that I'm being recognized off just pure dopeness just because somebody liked my work. Mm. That was my first feeling, like somebody recognized me for just being me and not for me being placed as a tool or being used for some, my poetry being used for any reason, if that makes sense. So how how did, I, I don't think I ever asked you, how did you hear about the Poetry Corner? What, what happened? What was the connection with King? Wow, okay. I am an artist of all forms. I do acrylic art. I do beading. I do a lot of everything. I was making some waist beads for a young lady named Tangie, and Tangie happened to be Joel's cousin. And I was explaining to her, as I explained to y'all, 
art is my way of expressing myself, how I get my emotions across, how I get my point across. It's an easier way of saying something without hurting other people's feelings because they can take your art and interpret it how they feel. Okay. Okay. So I was explaining that to her and she said, well, oh, I got a cousin that does poetry. He, I think he does it live. And she called him and Joel is so dope. Like as soon as we, we spoke for like 10 minutes and it was like a connection, just instant connection. And I want to say three days later, I met you and it was a beautiful show. That was the first time I've ever done spoken word. Wow. So let me, let me ask you a, a, a question. So now you guys, you put your, you had your poems, you forward your poems to the King and um, you know, your work is, is, is in, is in Amazon. Have you started book two yet? I have. <laughs> you have? I have. I already have lots and lots of poetry. So it's, it will be, it's just, it's a lot easier for me now knowing that I don't have to be afraid. It was that fear that I was, that was standing in front of me, really. It was just literally like they say, everything that you want and need is right on the other side of fear. And I was just scared and didn't have a direction. So I sat back and I meditated on it. And if it was for me, then it's for me. And it just came to me. It just came to me. It fell in my lap. And again, Joel, I'm super appreciative, man. Nah, you're welcome. One of, one, of, one, of the, one of the things that um we all do as content creators is that you you wanna you can believe and have a lot of self-esteem and self-worth worth, but sometimes you just need somebody to see the greatness in you. Even though you can believe that you're great and believe that you got good stuff, you just want someone to see it and be like, Oh, okay, I am right. on the right path or I am doing the right thing. So your your story and your testimony is something that maybe you need to put pen to pad with that. Um, now, Rita. Hey. Um. Tell let 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 everyone know about your background, uh, where you grew up. Uh, I know your story and 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 how you got to the poetry corner is a little different and unique than a little than everybody else. Okay. Except, except probably Nicole. You and Nicole probably got the same exact story. Okay, so I'm from North New Jersey. Um, but I like to say that I have lived everywhere, but not anywhere at all. Because, you know, I come from a household where we moved a lot. So I've never been to a school more than two years. So I have associates and friends all over the place. <laughs> and at some point, you know, I moved to Vox Hall, right? And went to Union High School and Kiwami um also but many schools in between um to my cousin um i was watching the show i'm very supportive of you know my family um no matter what it is and uh i was watching the poetry corner and i was like i wish i had the wish i had the nerve because i'm a really shy person and unlike whitney i don't feel that many people um were cheering me on with the poetry. It was like, okay, that's cool. So I kind of keep it kept it to myself because I've been writing for an extremely long time. It was an outlet for me. Um, so as an only child, it was like, well, who do you talk to? Because we had that golden rule in the village was was what goes on in this house stays in the house. <laughs> right. So if you don't have anybody to talk to, you have to find a way to get it out. And so it was writing for me. Mm -hmm. So so Explain your experience when the um the the the, the offer was extended to, uh, 
Well, maybe you might want to do a collaboration. Maybe I'm working on something. How how was that feeling? Um, it's afternoon, right? Yeah. Okay. So, first of all, you know, I I talked to you and you were like, "Are you ready?" Because you know, I'll be like, mm, "Right." Um, and then you hooked me up with King, and um, me and King had a cipher like back and forth, right? And I'm just like, "Oh God, I gotta pull out all this stuff, right?" <laughs> and you know. That's my dude, right? <laughs> so he's like, Reed, like, you know, I'm thinking about doing this thing. And I was like, what? You know, because his, his mind is always going, right? Like yours. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, okay, cool. And then he was like, all right, well, this is what we're going to do. And I'm like, well, when you need it? He was like, uh, like two weeks. I'm like, okay. So um, I felt good about it. Um, and um, I-, I was nervous at the same time. I didn't know what I wanted to share, which part I didn't because I'm also writing something else at the same time. Um, but I tried to make the process very easy for both of us and Whitney as well. But I was very excited. So you so you actually was in the process of writing something else and writing poetry at the same time. So your thought and your focus had to be at that particular time on that particular issue. Um, yes. How, how did that go? Did you were you were you second guessing yourself? Um, yes, um, because this is a labor of love for me. So what I did was I went on Facebook and I was like, you know, I have to take myself away because I had too many distractions. And of course, under the current conditions that we're in, like have a lot of anxiety and stuff like that. So of course, um, I did feel that I was about to have a breakthrough, and I just felt a sense of calmness over myself. And I was just like, okay, so let me just, you know. Um, embrace whatever this is that I have within me and just go for it. Right. So um, when King told me what his process was and what he had as expectations, I focused on that first. And then um, I don't really have a deadline for the other one, but I know that that's constantly going. So I completed that. And then also I would have to tell King, like, I don't want to talk to you right now. Cause I'm, I'm still, <laughs> you know, I'm still writing, get off my phone. <laughs> And um, <laughs> so I had to be mean to him, but I was like, I got you. So I, you know, I sent over the stuff and. Okay. Make sure, for you guys that's watching in the chat, make sure you guys hit the like and, um like button. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe to the channel. One of the things that, um that we try to encourage in the chat is when you like a particular group, when you like a particular page in the subject matter, what Facebook and YouTube does and Periscope it promotes the group and the fa- it promotes the group and the page. So this is how you set up the algorithms. This is why I always tell people to like and uh, subscribe, mm-hmm. as well as if you're on YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Like I said, the other ones, you make sure you hit the like button. So King, what's up, cuz? So you the chef to all this stuff, huh? <laughs> Mix chefing it up, mixing it up, you know. <laughs> well, so we, main we, ingredients. A lot of people don't know who you are. You, we we um me and you cousins. As well as me and Rita, um, we had interviewed when you when one of your books had came out, and then you are the brains behind the poetry corner. True, indeed. I, I, explain to um, if, or tell us that experience of 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 your book when you first came out with your first book. You're author of eight books, right? Nine. This book could be nine books, right? No, nah, actually, this is number ten. Wow. Wow. So this this is number 10. Explain to the audience from book one to book 10. And I know you're working on some other projects as we speak to have a show and 
and, and so forth and so on. First of all, I'm Joel Washington Atterbury, a.k.a. King Atterbury. Um, I first started off uh, just archiving my poetry. And as Rita said, you know, you have an outlet of bringing things into fruition and manifesting them out. So I already had the basis of my poetry done. So my daughter, she was like, why don't you just put it in, a, you know, in the book? And I was like, no, nah, I'm not trying to do all that. So I would just post on Instagram and Facebook. And so I said, you know what? Maybe I will do that. And so in 2017, I published on my first book. It was like, um, I think around June or July. The same day I had a car accident. So after I did the first book, which is Through My Eyes From The Sky, I started working on my second book. You know, I still had a lot of material. So I was like, you know what? I'm not going to stop right there. You know, I could have died in the crash. So that gave me the motivation and the inspiration to keep keep going. So I put out the second book. It was called um, Through My Eyes From The Sky Part Two, In God's Hands. So I believe that through faith and hope, everything is in God's hands. So after that book, I was like, I'm going to chill. <laughs> you know, but I kept writing and writing every day. Um, every other day or every day, whether I'm at home or at work, basically a lot of material, my material was written while I was at work, either on break, I write it on my phone. So after that one, you know, I chilled out. My daughter was like, why don't you put another book out? She said, I was like, I'm kind of chilling right now. So I, and I thought to myself, well, maybe I'll put out a third book. You know, that'll be three in one year. I said, that'll be dope. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. I don't know if anybody ever did that, so I challenged myself. And that so you was like you was like DMX coming out with two albums <laughs> in one year, huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> but you know, I did it. It was just like, yo, you know what? That's cool. So I titled that one "The Marvelous Measures of Me" because I figured that's three books in one year. So I was like, yeah, that's that's fly. So I chilled out, kept writing, going through things, personal things, and you know, work related, uh, outside of work. And I just kept going. I was working three jobs, <laughs> you know, and I just kept moving and grooving, but still writing. So then I had um, a large archive, and I was just going to put that book out. And one of my cousins, female cousins, was like, why don't you just have a book towards the women? You know, the dedication. You write a lot of good material, you know, uh, sensual stuff and just spiritual. So I broke the book in, in half. So I put out two books and the one, the one was called uh, seeing the world through my spiritual eyes. And the one after that was called uh, from, from me to you, the memo. That was the one that was dedicated towards the woman. So all of these books are on Amazon and uh, I just kept going from there. And I started getting to know a lot of my family after going through like um, ancestry and stuff like that. So I had a book in mind called uh, just like candy. And it was just, that was just the title of the book. So I was like, you know what? I had it on hold because of, you know, some situations. And then I came across my uncle, you know, from L.A. And he, and peace, peace, Destin. <laughs> but um, I was like, you know what? I started picking up a different energy. So then I added on to the book. That's why it's called Just Like Candy, the Galatron Files. My poetry started getting a little better, going a different direction. And I was just like, yeah. I said, okay. And then what happened was <laughs> I went out to L.A. My uncle invited me out there to L.A. 
so no Los Angeles. So I was like, it was cool out there. The energy was crazy, you know. Um, and then I went to Seattle with my other cousins, the Atterbury's in Connecticut, Pisha. And um, I came back, energy was very high. And so I put that book out, The Galatron Files. Actually, that book came out um, Thanksgiving. I mean, it was Thanksgiving of uh, 2019. And then I was saying to myself, well, you know what? Let me take this year out with a bang. You know what I mean? So uh, I put another book out, the part two version, The Galatron Files, Back on Earth. You know what I mean? Because I felt like I came back down from being out of space or whatever, being on that trip. <laughs> so so I was like, yo, I'm going back home. So I put that one out one day before Christmas, December 24th. And I was like, yo, that's it. I'm cool. I'm good money. I ain't doing no more. I'm going to start, you know, trying to work on this mixtape, you know, a little um, spoken word CD. That didn't work because I was just doing this and doing that all over the place, working and stuff. So... I came across another cousin and, you know, my granduncle was like, on my father's side, he was like, you know, do you know your cousin so-and-so? And I'm like, nah, I don't know who that dude is. And he was like, um, well, get in contact with him. So after me and him started conversing with each other, he's incarcerated. And um, I picked up a different energy. He was like, yo, I received the books that, you know, uncle said to send to me. I appreciate that. Yo, we've been building in ciphers on your poetry. He said, yo, you mad super dope, kid. And I was just like, word. I said, that's cool. That's peace. So afterwards, I picked up a different energy. So then I put out that book, you know, The Man Behind the Hands, you know. And then I just kept going from there. But like I said, um, me and you had a conversation about doing the show. I mean, after the interview, and I just felt like open up a platform where people can be live and they spit their poetry, you know. So Yeah, one, one of the things that's interesting is that... um. When you when you when you came to me with the idea, I had already. I, I it was like the perfect storm. Yeah. And, um, you know, I thought it. I thought it would be interesting because usually, and we even discussed this today earlier. You know, when you when you're doing poetry, whether it's a poem or on a specific subject or something, you kind of need that crowd energy to help you and encourage you. So a lot of the poets that come on the show. I, I really uh, thank them for coming on because it's hard to be talking into a camera yeah. and you see no physical reaction to what they're <laughs> saying. So you don't know if your poem is dope now. We may be like dope, you, yeah. know, you know, pop, do all this stuff, yeah. but you still need a vibe. Some people need the music. Some people need the whole uh, physical experience. Um, so what, what made you decide with the, the collaboration? What what made you realize, like, you know what, I'm going to try to do something with well, other poets? Well, after after everything started going through, and uh, I caught another different energy from everybody being on the show. Everybody was super fly and dope. You know, the, the cadences and just the energy was high. So I was like, you know what, I'm about to throw another book in the air, the poetry corner. So <laughs> I was like, yo, that'd be dope. I had a cousin. They do my illustrations, you know, Peace Charm, Peace Christina Jones. Uh, and, you know, that's when I said, I'm going to throw another one after that. How about I collaborate with some of the guests, you know, see how they feel. So I went to Whitney, spoke to her, but they already had interest in, you know, doing. So um, I was like, all right, cool. I said, you know, 
So I spoke to, um, you know what I'm saying, Rita. So they was cool with it. And I was like, yo, let's, let's, let's rock. And why not? So I spoke to my cousin. Um, she had did a picture. You know what I'm saying? She did an illustration. So I was like, yo, that's mad dope. That's fly. I like that or not. So then I thought of the, I said, you know what? Copacetic nostalgia. And so that's when everything manifested out. So yeah, I got a um a quick thing. I'm gonna show the audience. I'm gonna show everybody in the chat a quick thing about King. My name is Joel Washington Atterbury, publisher, author, and poet of eight books. So walk with me as we take this ride. I am me, a narrator who has walked in the shoes of many. Through prayer and meditation, I found a way to cope and shine within my own light. Take a ride with me as I walk down the pathways and roads, visiting streets and corners of life's ups and downs. Every book that I have written has its own significance. Where you are, it doesn't matter. Smile and laugh on your path. What you have more than cash is what makes your life last. True indeed, within your means are seen in higher dreams. Hold to heart a better team to provide a bigger scene. My book entitled The Marvelous Measures of Me is about finding your own corner in the sky. My pride will stay alive even if my spirit cry. Tackle the subject matter and content of relationship, love, disappointment. Our hearts can carry the brightness of the sun in the morning. Published books can be found exclusively at Amazon.com. So you got that commercial done. That was really nice, man. Um, yeah, um, thank you, Jason. Uh, a, n- a nurse at my job, her husband, he uh, he did the video for me um, early in the morning. <laughs> I didn't even have coffee yet. I was like, wow, I forgot you was even coming. <laughs> so that's a so place me, down to Cape May. Okay. Let me ask all three of y'all now, like, what, what, I mean, what, talk to me about the experience, you guys, like, the experience of now you guys have to promote your book. Well, basically uh, this book with this collaboration is a whole different energy, you know, between me, Whitney and Rita, and we all bring something to the table, uh, an experience, the nostalgic feeling that it's like, wow, that people can relate to, you know, everything is nature is natural also in the natural audience. So Hey, hey Whitney, I I noticed that you uh put a call on your Facebook page for everybody to invite your book. Explain that and to everybody to buy the book. Explain that. Okay, everybody. Everybody got jokes about the stimulus, but I have friends and I know at least I have four thousand friends. And that's based off the fact I didn't mention prior because and the only reason I don't mention this is because if I pass away right now. I don't want my legacy and I don't want what's left behind me to be she's a breast cancer survivor. I did survive breast cancer, but that's that's not what I want to leave behind for the world. So that's a lot of the times why I don't mention it. But I had breast cancer. So that's how I gained so many followers. Everybody was wanting to follow me and wanting to say that I was a hero. And it's not even being a hero. It's just being a human that wanted to stay alive and wanted to live their life for their kids and for themselves. And I guess the people they grab. Ah, I know she's. She'll be back. She jumped. Yeah, she so, 
yeah, towards that courage and that confidence. And that's how I got so many followers. But a lot of those people, I physically know these people. I physically come in physical contact. Yeah, be a little patient with us. Okay. Yeah. You can spend twelve ninety nine to get my book. You got six hundred dollars. You can spend twelve ninety nine to get our book. So That's true, all of y'all sitting out there, y'all got your stimulus. I ain't get mine yet. You got your stimulus. Go ahead and take that twelve ninety nine and buy our book. So Rita, let me ask you what what is um and I know I know how you laid back and you is this is a very, very um tough situation. Not tough, but it, you know, one thing about what the um listening to all you guys story is sometimes you be so much in your comfort zone that you need someone else to take you out of your comfort zone to see your greatness in you. Like I said earlier. So Rita is very shy and laid back. So now she has to promote her work. She has to talk. And, and one of the privileges that we have with, with, with myself is we're family, so she's going to talk to me. So it's easy to come on a show and have an interview with me. But now you have to promote to those who you know and those who you don't know. Explain that experience, Rita, how you're uh, battling against uh, some of your uh, insecure, uh, insecurity, let's say. Okay. Um, so I, I do have those insecurities, but um, I do have a mentor as well, right? that's helping me with my other writing. Basically, um, she challenges me, right? So I use those same tools with this book too, right? Um, because I said just now, like I um, I had to take myself off Facebook so that I wouldn't be distracted. And here she comes like, um, no babe, you gotta, you gotta go embrace your tribe. You gotta let your tribe know you're still here, what you working on. So she challenges me and makes me come outside my box. And I'm like, uh, I really don't want to. I just told people on Thursday, I'm not going to be on Facebook. And now you got me going up here on Saturday talking about, <laughs> hey, y'all. So, um, but it, it is a very cleansing experience to um, see that people are anticipating these things, right? So I do believe that the majority of the people who are there, and I don't really have, I don't have 4,000 friends, right? I don't even have a thousand friends because I'm very private, right? So I did recently make my page public for the first time because I do believe that I've always just had people that I know, right? If I talk to you on the street, we could talk on Facebook, but if we don't talk on the street, there's no need for us to be Facebook friends. And I had to change that mentality because I'm trying to promote something right or some things and i have to share that with the world so um i've allowed myself to step outside of my comfort zone and it's not really a bad thing right um so being here like i said i want to thank you guys because had it not been for this that opportunity would not have come on this level like you know you have a lot of different things that you can get into and you have um like I, what i'm saying is q i thank you because um, and your next king, you know, and, and with too, but like, because he's my cousin and I'm a supportive person, I'm able to sit and watch and then be like, wow, I'm watching other people do something that I love, but I'm also so shy that I don't think that I speak well. So even backstage on the poetry corner, I'm backstage shaking, like, oh my God, y'all, I'm not ready. And they're like, girl, let's go like two minutes. We, we on. And so I had to come out of that shell as well. 
And then being able to flow with uh, King gave me the opportunity to practice sometimes and find my voice. I'm always like, my voice is horrible. You know, I work at a place I have to talk on the phone when I answer. They're like, Mr. Simmons. And I'm like, no, this is Miss Simmons. So my voice has always been an issue for me. Whitney, like you have definitely also made me be like, okay, this is, you know, this is dope. You came in a little after me, but I, I'm also still inspired by you. So when you see a lot of different people um, with different ways of bringing their stories to the table, you know, you can kind of bob off somebody. It's like you, every week when I'm on the poetry corner, I have all my poems here scattered on the bed and I hear somebody say something. I'll be like, oh, I got something that could go with that. Like, that's cool. Like it's, you know, not an answer, but it flows. And so I think that the energy is always great there. Um, you know, and so I appreciate appreciative of this whole platform because it's allowing me to open up myself, right? Because a lot of times when we internalize stuff, our bodies begin to break down, right? And so- um, Say that again. <laughs> when you internalize things, your body breaks down, right? And so I experienced that myself, but I don't want to go into that. Like I have an autoimmune disorder because I have always internalized things, right? Your body is eating. It's almost like saying- you know, like the general term of cancer, when you have those toxins within your body that you haven't released in whatever way, whether it be singing, writing, talking, whatever it is, you, you need to release because internalizing it eats your body. And I had to learn that. So there was a point I was married, right? You know, that I was married for uh, three years and I wasn't writing. I wasn't listening to music. I wasn't doing any of the things I loved. And I started getting sick again. I started having those issues again. I had flare ups and I'm like, I don't want that anymore. So I have to find a way out. Divorce was my way. I'm not promoting divorce, but that was my way out. And then um, I became um, open to being around more positive people, people who um, wanted me to succeed and do better and open up and be what we're doing now. So I'm very appreciative to everybody in the circle and in the tribe. So King, you, you are an experienced author. And one of the things that um you have to do as well as uh, explain to the young ladies with this is understanding promoting your, your work, understanding that, you know, you gotta get your work out there. Definitely yes. you gotta uh, explain to them that having, and, and and Rita spoke about it and with her mentor. One of the one of the keys is having um that social media footprint. Um, right. Understanding that you're a brand at the end of the day. At the end of the day, you are your own CEO. How how could they go about promoting this is their this is their first time doing it? Right. What would you suggest and what were some of the things that you you learned along the way with promoting your work. You can also do on um, video clips, you know, Instagram, through the Facebook, and just, you know, showing the title of the book and spitting a couple of um, poems from out of there. That's what initiated me for to do the poetry corner. You know, because I was like, well, I'm always posting them up. Why not verbalize it? People Let like me ask hear. you a question, King. Yes. Did you did you ever feel when you when you first started out? Mm -hmm. Did you ever feel like I don't want to bombard my whole Facebook friendless or Instagram friendless 
with my work. Because you know how sometimes a person has a business and they promote it so much, they be in your inbox, and you be like, yo, you bombarding me, man. I'm about to block you. <laughs> yeah. So did, so did you did you ever feel like, okay, I, I got to sell these books. At the end of the day, it's about sales. Now, your, your intellectual property is for sale. Right. Y'all at the point where it's, it's as we say, the game is not to be told, it's to be sold. Right. And what I was told was, don't feel a way about that. Just keep promoting your product. You know what I'm saying? Just keep throwing it out there. Let folks know this is not to be forgotten about. This is right here. This is um the present time and the future. So that's another reason why I named the book the way I did, you know, copacetic nostalgia, because everything is nostalgic within the pages of the book. These these two women, they're extraordinary. You know what I mean? They I picked up on their vibes. Like watch doing the show every week, I was picking up on different people's vibes. So that's why when you would leave and say, King, go ahead, you know what I'm saying? Like who's in the mix or whatever. I know everybody's cadences, they flows and how they how they do their thing. So I'll be like, you know what so and so sound good coming at the so and so. It's not that somebody's what weaker than the other person. It's not about that. It's a vibe frequency. I'm a meditator. So I was like, but doing the book, I was like, I like Whitney's vibe and I like Rita's vibe. So I was just like, I was like, oh, I said, that'd be dope. And when they when they agreed to do it, I was like, yo, this is gonna be something special. Well, I need, I need, I need, I need a poem from every one of y'all. Then I need a free poem if y'all don't mind. <laughs> yeah. Who going first? I go first. This one is called Soul Ties. That feeds. Of your hand on my waist, your warm, sweet breath against my neck. Love is the rhythm of your heart matching the melody of my soul. I feel so complete. Love is your peanut butter and my chocolate molded together deliciously and magnificently. Love is the scent of you still fresh on my mind, stroking my memory, a slideshow flash before my eyes. Love is you and me, us as one, you the key that unlocked and released my soul. Love is a soft kiss from your wonderful lips, thrusting my body into a shower of goosebumps, pure ecstasy. Love is the trio against the world, not a care in the world. Love is you. In peace. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Definitely one of my favorites. I'll, I'll, I'll jump in there. This, this, uh, this piece is called from the book, uh, Just Like That. Revelation is here, taking over Genesis. It's not hard to believe it's strictly business. While speculation is high on a name, know the game. Things will never be the same, gotta adapt to the change. Heard word on the street, there's a meet and greet. Might take a few months or notification, notification in a week. Only the strong will survive against the lies that lie. Keep your dignity and pride, respect the power on the rise. New players, new wages, don't be shocked by the paper. Embrace the nice flavor by a team of money makers. What's not in jeopardy is a fake sign of urgency. Understand hypocrisy. Common sense is honesty. Too many got a story inside a story of a story. That shit killed me and bore me, so I consult this deep shorty. School me to what is and what is not. Check the plot. 
Time is on the clock that you don't see behind what's locked. Power by the ancestors, Ashe. Always dope. Thank you. Okay. This is called Project. Um, you're a project, just like the many projects before you. And because you don't know my multifaceted education, I'm going to set the record straight. Because you be messing with my intellect. Whether it was you or I who made the first move, I allowed women to intersect. And you're stuck here only until the goal has been met. The ones I have set. Lessons learned, ego boosted, dreams fulfilled, and all of your debt gone. Total reset of the mind that has been further offset by all the regret you have from those you let into your heart, turning your pain into another hurt that you beset. Unto others, including me, the one you'll never forget. I said I am the one who will always pop up when you think of happiness. In spirit, you know of my asset. To your heart, to your mind, to your soul, and even to that thing that loves that I, when I'm wet. And you don't want to love to lose it because you, because um, for you, not many have fit the skill set. But the vision of us two doesn't fit into your mindset of what you deem as perfect, but you still made me your target of what that other brother thought he and I could create a well-written duet. And he's not waiting for you to mess up. He's going to go for it, even make you a bet that he's going to be the one who makes me sweat. What you didn't tell him is that the silhouette that falls within his eyelet is shrouded and black girl power and grown woman magic. Bust the logic. Like some you've ever, like none you've ever known be met before. <laughs> if, you if you tell a friend to tell a friend, that friend was gonna be my next project. I apologize, couldn't get that out right, but. <laughs> hey, I like that. All right. <laughs> I mean, this is for Rita and Whitney. Like, do y'all realize like, yo, somebody's actually gonna be paying for that poem? I don't even care that somebody's gonna be paying for it. I just care that my poetry is like out in the world. Like when I leave the world, my poetry will still be here, but I'll be gone. Whether they Whitney, pay for it or you, not. Whitney, the you world see what Julia just said? You see what Julia just said, Whitney? What's that? She said she can't worse to can't wait to purchase a few copies of the book. I'm so excited. Please purchase. <laughs> Please, I want you because I want her to be able to partake in that. I want her to get that. You know, she just got a little taste just now. She went to Sam's Club and they gave her a little sample of that little, you know, the best little, yeah. I don't know, yeah. Ella King in the cup or something. Yeah, she did. She got to get a whole, she needs a whole five quarts meal. She can't just have a hot pocket. So, so let me explain. Let me ask you guys, explain. Let me ask you guys, um, how I get the book. The book Amazon. can be purchased on Amazon. It doesn't Amazon underwear. What, what the, let me see the book. <laughs> no, let me let me ask you guys a question though. Now I know now I know King's book. On his book, he told me it says not for sale. So that's the first book that y'all all got, right? No, that's the that's the draft copy. Let me let me ask you guys a question. Your mm -hmm. copy of the book. Rita, did you put it in the frame yet? No, mine didn't arrive yet, but it's on the way. It's on the way. And I bought yeah. a lot of coppers. 
<laughs> okay, I did too. And my family members told me they need signed and autographed copies. So I had to get a new signature pen. You can get me an autograph pen because I'm famous now. And also, you can contact the king. So I'm going to ask you guys a question. Did you ever, um, I don't know really how this is done. I'm just asking. Did you ever think about going to your local bookstores and being like, look, I'm an author. You know, I'll come in. Maybe King will give some history of that or how that could be done. Mm -hmm. I'm an author, you know, um, take 25 copies of my book and sell them. And then we'll work on how the percentage or whatever. Did you guys ever think about that? I ain't gonna lie, Quentin. I was gonna do a biggie style and just buy as many as I could and ride around with them in my car. I was at work. The first five copies that I sold, um, the lady she literally, I was at work and I just happened to mention it because that day Joel sent me a picture of it and I was at work and I was too excited. So everybody that I bumped into, I was like, Hey, I'm an author. <laughs> check my book out and I kept telling everybody about it so I bumped into a customer and I just kept on talking about it she was like well I'm so proud of you she was like here you take this money you make sure you order the books and she gave me her phone number and she wants me to call her as soon as they come in I'm like just gonna wow. ride around with them in my trunk and tell everybody I bump into everybody well, that the ancestors and God point out to me they gonna know about the book well do they still I'm gonna ask you uh, uh, Whitney because I know Rita knows exactly what I'm talking about when I say, do they still got mom and pop bookstores down down in South Carolina? They do. And we have a couple of, I don't know what you call them. We The people, they've put these little huts outside of churches and some public buildings where you can just put books that you don't use or that you don't mm -hmm. want. And you can take the books, take the book and replace the book, basically. And then my grandmother just instilled in me that books and words are very, very precious. So you don't throw away books and damage books. That's that's a no-no for me. So mm -hmm. I pass. Mm -hmm. I just pass. I feel like that knowledge has to be passed on. Rita, did you did you uh, did you go to uh, source, source of knowledge? knowledge. <laughs> Not yet. I ain't get my book yet. <laughs> I mean, source of knowledge. I, I mean, yeah. I'm quite sure they 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 have a system. Um, you know, Pat and. The, the other young lady and the brother, I'm quite sure they got a system of how they do it. I actually, um, I need to get down there, man, because they going, you know, with the with the with the COVID opening the store and closing it. I was down there probably twice in the last year. Went and paid them a visit and make sure that I promote their their uh, store Absolutely. as much as possible. So, King, is it any um down your way? Is there any mom and pop bookstores? Got a couple of hot spots, but ain't nobody really been traveling around there. So, like, oh, like Whit was saying, don't Jones gonna be up in the back of the car in the whip. Telling I'll spin you. around, I'll be like, yo, I got that for cheap. <laughs> no, no. Telling you, I'm telling you. <laughs> That's what I did with a lot of my books. I used to just have them in the car, and then when I drive around, they'd be like, yo, yo, what's up? You got one of the books? I'm like, yo, let me run to the car real quick. You know what I'm saying? Right. See, see what I got left. Yeah, to my um my friend Jaime that's in the chat. Jaime, uh, hey, Jaime. me and Al, Al actually hey, up, looked at the um at the show. He actually looks at the poetry corner every Tuesday. We do a poetry show on the channel. Uh, tomorrow we're gonna do another poetry show at eight o'clock tomorrow. Yes. And um, Jaime, I'm gonna hook you up with my cousin, man. Maybe you come on the show and spit some poetry. That'd definitely be a good 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 thing. So so what's next, you guys? What's What's the plan? You know, like how are we gonna get this, this as I like to say, how are we gonna get this product to the streets? Amazon. Go on Amazon. Hey, hey, King. Yes. Um, one of the things that you mentioned was you have a cousin that's incarcerated. Do you get a lot of support with your work 
coming from the jails? Oh, yeah. He said they'd be up till 11 o'clock at night having ciphers. So I'm like, yo, what he meant when he said all this? They got all my books open when I look and, t- and they just be spitting pieces. And, and my cousin, he's like the, the ringleader. He's like, yo, what you think about that? So even the man behind the hands, I dedicated that book to him. Okay. So, because yeah. everybody kept saying, you don't know that dude who wrote all my books. And he's like, yo, that's my cousin or not. So without my cousin even knowing, I it's threw the dedication out to him. So when they saw the book, he said, they was like, oh, you do know him. That is your cousin. You know, peace to, um, to Brian, you know what I'm saying? But, but yeah, he said, I, I was shocked getting that feedback like that. Like, wow. Like, really? Yeah. One of, one of, one of the things I would, I would suggest that you guys do, because uh, I know a person that was incarcerated, <laughs> you, could, you could send them the book. Send them the book, right? Send them the book. Don't charge them. And watch how they bring you sales. I mean, you'll be you'll be shocked how many guys are gonna read the book. You know, even even if you know, like I said, you know somebody that's incarcerated, dedicate um write a write a personal message to them in the book, and tell them be like, yo, promote my book. It's I don't know how they would do it on Amazon. They would probably need somebody on the street to do all the do all the buying and purchasing because I know in some facilities, it's kind of hard. But that's a quick way because uh, as they say, you either uh, messing with weights. Or you somewhere reading uh, if you're incarcerated, so right. you never you never know how you can get uh, an audience from it. I know a lot of people you, back in the day. Um, the guy that I know that used to be incarcerated told me that's how Donald Goins' books used to get read, and so you got to kind of like get out in the street and put your knuckles to the pavement and really like yeah. sell. Um, so you know that's how you got to do it. So is there anything uh, you guys would like to add? I mean. Did I forget anything? No, nah, but also when you when you're looking on Amazon to purchase the book, if you if it's friends of mine, you Joel Washington Atterbury, um, friends of Rita. Well, Rita, you could tell them your full name. <laughs> That's on the book. Yeah, Sharita R. Simmons. That's what people do. They're like, I typed in your name. It's there. I was like, really? My name is on Amazon. <laughs> I know. I'm so excited. I was talking to Amazon. I asked. I asked my Google Assistant <laughs> to pull it up for me. If you're in the chat, I'll put a. Um, if you look at the YouTube broadcast after the YouTube broadcast, the copy of the book will be on the heading of this show. Mm-hmm. Um. I, I'll promote it on my pages as well, as well as in the group and on the uh, the Let's Talk page. And so, uh, also, I want to give a shout out to my younger cousin Charm. Uh, she's um she's on my father's side. Thank you for the beautiful illustration and allowing me to have that on the face of my cover. Appreciate, you. love you for that. So, number family love. You know I give a shout so, out to Jules too. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. My, thank you for that. Yeah. <laughs> thank you to my editor Jules, you know, Juju, always being there for me, who helped along with all of my books. She inspires me. You know what I mean? She that's my best friend, you know what I'm saying? Best friend for life. You know, she always is right there. We there for each other. So yeah. Definitely. A number one. Absolutely. Anything else with? I'm just appreciative again that Joel and Rita let me be a part of this. Like, I'm super excited. Rita, I'm so, like, you made me blush. Like, the, I'm an inspiration to you. I'm blushing, girl. Stop. Like, <laughs> I appreciate it because I'm looking at her word like, oh, my gosh, this is amazing. It just feels good to be, like, 
to feel like my work is as good as someone else's. I'm I'm definitely appreciative of it. This is a bucket list thing. This is unforgettable for me. Yeah, but I, I I believed in you two women, so that's why I wanted to do the project with you guys. You know what I mean? And uh, there, there's some special things to come. I got y'all back. Don't worry about it. You know, y'all gonna, gonna have your own thing. With that, we're gonna close the show. Make sure you guys uh like the uh Let's Talk page, as well as go on YouTube and subscribe to the channel. Like and subscribe to the channel. Make sure that you like the broadcast. This is how you set the algorithm. Mm -hmm. So that we get uh, more participation to the pages and as well as the groups. With that, everybody have a blessed night and stay safe. Good night, everybody. <laughs>